Hello there, and welcome to 30 Days of Grim. Today's fairy tale is going to broach how do you treat someone who's very industrious and does their best in all that they do. Find out in episode six with Mother Carrie. A widow had two daughters. One of them was pretty and industrious and the other ugly and lazy. Oddly enough, she was much fonder of the ugly and lazy one because she was her own daughter, and the other, her stepdaughter, was made to do all the work and be the drudge of the house. Every day, the poor girl had to sit by a well on the high road and spin and spin until blood spurted from her fingers. Now, it came to pass that once the spool got soaked with blood, and she took it and bent it over to wash it in the well, but it slipped out of her hand and dropped in. All in tears, she ran to her stepmother and confessed what misfortune had befallen her. Her stepmother scolded her severely and pitilessly, saying, If you drop the spool down, go and bring it up again. So the girl went back to the well, not knowing what to do. In her desperation, she jumped into the well to recover the spool. She lost consciousness, and when she came to again, she found herself in a beautiful meadow. The sun was shining, and there were thousands of flowers all around. She walked across this meadow until she came to an oven full of bread. The bread was crying out, Oh, take me out, take me out, or I shall burn, for I have long since been thoroughly baked. So she went up to the oven and with the bread shovel took everything out, one loaf after another. Then she went on and came to a tree on which many apples were hanging, and it cried out to her, Oh, shake me, shake me, we apples are altogether ripe. And she shook the tree until the apples came showering down, and until not one apple was left on it. Having made a heap of them, she went on again. At length she came to a cottage where an old woman was peeping out at the window, but her teeth were so big that the girl was frightened and would have run away. But the old woman called after her, Why are you afraid, dear child? Stay with me, and if you do all the housework properly, you will be well off. Just take care you make my bed right and shake the pillows thoroughly so the feathers fly about like snow. I am Mother Carrie. And as the lady spoke so cheeringly to her, the girl took heart, agreed, and became her servant. She took care of everything to her satisfaction and always shook out her pillow so energetically that the feathers flew about like snowflakes. In return, she had a good life with the old woman, with never a bad word, and boiled and roast meat every day. Now she had been with Mother Carrie for quite a while. Suddenly, however, she felt sad. At first, she did not know what ailed her. Finally, she realized she was homesick. Though easily many thousand times better off here than at home, she had a longing to go back. At last, she said to her mistress, I am homesick, and although my life down here has been fine, I can stay no longer. I must go home again to my family. I am glad that you wish for home again, said Mother Carrie, and as you have served me so faithfully, I am going to take you back up myself. Then she took her by the hand and led her to a large gate. The door opened, and just as the girl was standing under it, a heavy shower of gold fell and stuck to her, so she was covered all over with it. This you shall have because you have been so diligent, said Mother Carrie, and she gave her back the spool that she had dropped into the well. The gate closed, and the girl found herself back on earth, not far from where her stepmother lived. And as she came into the yard, the rooster, sitting on the well, cried out, 
Cock-a-doodle-doo, your golden maidens come back to you. She went in to her stepmother, and being covered with gold, was well received by her and her sister too. The girl told them everything that had happened to her, and when the mother heard how she had come by such riches, she wanted to procure the same good fortune for her other daughter, the ugly and lazy one. She made her sit down by the well and spin. To stain her spool with blood, the daughter pricked her finger by sticking her hand into a thorn hedge. Then she threw the spool down the well and jumped in herself. Like her sister, she came to a lovely meadow, and she walked on following the same path. When she reached the oven, the bread again called out, Oh, take me out, take me out, or I shall burn, for I have long since been thoroughly baked. But the lazy girl answered, As if I want to make myself dirty for your sake, and walked on. Soon she came to the apple tree, which was crying, Oh, shake me, shake me, we apples are altogether ripe. And she said, What a silly idea. I might have one drop on my head. And so she walked on. When she came to Mother Carey's, she was not frightened, for she had already heard about her big teeth, and she hired herself out to her at once. The first day, she restrained herself, was industrious, and obeyed Mother Carey whenever she told her to do something. She thought only of the heaps of gold Mother Carey would give her. But already on the second day, she began her lazy ways, and even more so on the third, when she would not even get up in the morning. Nor did she make Mother Carrie's bed the way she was expected to, and did not shake the pillows to make the feathers fly. Mother Carrie soon tired of this, and gave her notice to leave. The lazy girl was only too pleased, and waited for the golden rain to come. She too was led by Mother Carrie out to the big gate, but as the girl stood there, a big kettle of pitch was poured down upon her. That is the reward for your services, said Mother Carrie, shutting the gate upon her. Then the lazy girl came home, but she was covered with pitch, and as the rooster on the well saw her, he cried out, Cock-a-doodle-doo, your dirty maidens come back to you. And the pitch stuck to her and would not come off as long as she lived.